recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Gray Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Chef Gary McLaughlin singing along with Herb Alford and Tijuana. Yes. Back. It's hard to believe that you weren't an original member listening to your rendition there. Thank you. Uh, you know, I should have been. I should have been. I should have been. I think you could have sold more records. I think so. It would have been yep. big for Yeah, I agree. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> Chef Gary McLaughlin, the chef of Little General Convenience Stores. You'll find him at the Cumberland Hill Road location. And myself, Jeff Tomash, yes. together for, again, a recipe for a good day. And it is a good day. Uh, it's a hot day out there. How hot is it, Jeff? It's so hot. I bought a loaf of bread at Little General when I got home yesterday. It was toast. Ah! <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. We got a lot of those. Yes. Going <laughs> <laughs> to be a good show today. We're going to continue yes. on with our fruit series. Very nice. Uh, today, the forgotten fruit, the pear. The pear. Yes. And you and I make a great pear. <laughs> Don't we? That's yes. A, a different spelling. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's also something for, I guess, coffee lovers. We're going to be talking about mocha pears. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Out of this uh, great fruit uh, cookbook that we've been utilizing. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, this is a different, an all-vegetable dish. Oh, nice. Uh, you, uh, did you try cooking it? Uh, I've cooked it many times. And uh, throughout the summer, you go to a lot of family events or, yes. or friends and families. And it's sometimes many of them are potluck. And if you're looking to bring something different, I have made this dish many times. And have you eaten it? Uh, no. No. <laughs> but it's uh, every time it's made and brought, it's the empty pan left on the table. Sure. Okay. It's called Skillet Zucchini Italiano. We'll oh, tell you very about nice. That a little bit very later nice. On. Yes. And uh, it's a unique dish, and uh, that's what draws people to it. And they, uh, I see them, I watch them, you know, you always watch what you bring to those. Sure. You, you want to see sure. people eating it. What, are they reacting? Are they going back for more? Exactly. And it's the type of dish that looks so interesting, they put a little bit on the plate, try it. Yes. And then you watch them go back and put 
a heap on their plate right. to eat it. Exactly. And uh, we're exactly. going to tell you about that. Uh, so you're going to want your pen and paper handy uh, for that recipe. Talk a little bit of burgers and maybe some chicken as well, as it is a 4th of July weekend. Correct. It is here. Uh, and, uh, boy, it, uh, I didn't do much cooking uh, this week, I do have to confess. Okay. Uh, as I uh, was uh, playing it lazy in the heat. It's one of the, that's the difference between a amateur home chef and a professional chef like Gary. You can't avoid the heat. How's it been in your kitchen? Uh, actually, it hasn't been too, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's uh, our kitchen is uh, developed. Uh, it's a little more wide open than most because of the layout of the store. Uh, so it isn't too, too bad. But uh, uh, it still gets hot in that kitchen at times when you have... Six burners going, the grill going, three ovens, oh, the pizza sounds oven. Sounds like a dream. Oh, I'm telling you. But uh, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, I love to have six burners going in my kitchen. <laughs> I feel handicapped sometimes, uh, and I use that like a golf term. That, not right. even, uh, you know, another term. Uh, when I only have four. Four, sure. <laughs> and you have gas? I have a, I have an electric, electric. and I have one of those um, uh, flat tops. Okay. Meaning there's no grate, if you will. Uh, and uh, I enjoy it, but I like the, the large burners, but it has the double rings. Okay. It, I have such control at low heat with that right, burner. Right. It, okay. It's terrific. And that's the burner I use for the skillet zucchini italiano. You're gonna Very, nice. Very nice. Um, also, uh, on this program, we're going to hear what's on special at Lowell General Stores. Uh, Correct. Now through the close of business Sunday. And uh, they are open. Sunday is the 4th of July, Gary. Yes, and it will be regular hours. Regular hours on yes. 4th of July. So keep that in mind for your cooking needs. And uh, Sunday, and this is not the weather segment. But I do weather every morning, and I can tell you, if you are planning to have a family cookout or a family and friends gathering at your home, uh, consider Sunday or Monday versus the Saturdays. It looks like it could be a uh, wet Saturday after a very wet Friday. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, we like to start out with a shout-out, a radio pat on the back, and it's Chef Gary McLaughlin's time to bat. So what do you have this week okay. for your shout-out? Well... Well, I have three shout-outs. Yes. Uh, the first one is to what I heard a few minutes ago from the upfront um, uh, show. My dear friends at Wright's Farm with their mention in Food and Wine magazine. That's a great magazine. I, I buy it all the time. And uh, it's just wonderful that a local shop is getting recognized nationally. And uh, it couldn't have happened to uh, uh, better people. They're great people. So congratulations to Wright's Farm. That's, that's fresh ice cream. Yes. Two days from milking the cow to your mouth. Exactly. That ice cream. I had their banana foster ice cream. Oh, okay. I was in heaven. Mm. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, that's a reminiscent of a recipe we did a few weeks yes, ago. Yes, correct. Correct. Um, I'm going to confess something, but I'm going to have to change it after promoting it this week. I've, I'm not a huge ice cream eater. Okay. But uh, I've yet to have Wright's Dairy Farm ice cream. I'm going to change that this weekend. You're going to try that. Yeah, You're really going to enjoy it. I do like the farmer's cow, but again, I'm just such a boring guy. Vanilla. Yep. Pour some root beer on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Now, uh, I have a second shout out, and this is Miss Louise McCarthy. Now, Jeff, you know why this lady is so important? 
No, but I'm anxious to find out. Okay, this Tell me about la- Louise. This lady is a faithful listener to our show. Oh, well, we appreciate that. And she calls you and I a compatible couple. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Picture us on top of the wedding cake. Yes, and she says she loves the show. She loves the interaction. She loves my singing. So you can oh. tell right, right from there that she... Needs a hearing aid? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> only kidding, Louise. Yes. And uh, she's, listen, she's listened to every show from the start, when it started at 4 o'clock. Oh, wow. She was with us then. Yes. And to the present day. And I actually met her last night for the first time. And she was so happy. She wanted my autograph. She wanted my phone number. Very sweet lady. Oh, oh I, 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 Yeah, exactly. You know, hey. <laughs> Tell her to call early in the morning and often, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're up early anyways. Yeah, exactly. The life of the chef. So, uh, Louise, uh, thank you for listening. Yes. So thank you for that. And the last shout out. Jeff. Yes, sir. This weekend. We are celebrating 245th birthday. Well, you don't uh, look a day over 240. Thank you, sir. Of the uh, Declaration of Independence. Oh, in yes, 1776. It is, yeah. So, happy and, birthday to all of us in America. And it's nice to have those Independence Day celebrations back after a uh, silent one last year. Yes. So, I'll uh, get out and make the most of it. It's still not a shout-out, though, Gary. Yes. This is a special shout-out. Thank you for everyone there. Was that four woos yes, today, Mike? Yes, Well, yeah, yes. sure. We had an extra one for Louise. And the 4th of July. <laughs> Man, when I went out to see if you were in the parking lot, ah, boy, it sure is hot out there. Jeff, how hot is it? <laughs> it was so hot outside. <laughs> Yesterday, I saw a bee take off his yellow jacket. Oh! <laughs> There we go. There we go. Don't worry, folks. I got enough to get you through the program. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Chef Gary, it's time for uh, my favorite time of the uh, program. Is uh, Do I see 89 cents on that? 89 oh, cents. Oh, I'm shopping and cooking. What am I going to make? Okay. We're all going to find out what's on sale right now at Little General Stores. And keep in mind, this is in effect uh, through Close of Business Sunday. So these sale prices can get you through your 4th of the July Independence Day cooking needs. Correct. What do we have on sale at okay. all locations? The first thing I want to mention, chicken, 89 cents a pound. Folks, you can mix and match. We have drumsticks, legs, and thighs. Nice. Okay, so now the legs are the leg and the thigh together. Okay. But you can also just get thighs and you can just get drumsticks. Oh, legs and thighs together. That's just, Now you're talking some soup right there. There you go. So you can mix and match, 89 cents a pound. Perfect for grilling. Yeah, those thighs are great on a grill. Yes. Oh, outstanding. And they're great size. They're a good size. Thighs, they say, are becoming the new wing. As uh, apparently there's some sort of wing shortage in uh, certain yes. parts of the country. Yes. And I'm even seeing on television now places that were advertising wings because it was their primary product and now doing chicken thighs. The new wing of chicken. There you go. There you go. Now, for my dear friends at Ben and Jerry's. Their ice cream, three ninety nine a pint. 
and all flavors available. That's what you call a rollback price. Yes. You remember when it used to be three ninety nine? Yes, exactly. That's a nice rollback price for the Independence Day and this hot weather. Exactly, exactly. No better than I mean. Here it is. It's going to be so hot. How hot is it? How is it going to be, Joe? It's going to be so hot the trees are whistling for the dogs. Oh, oh that's hot. That's hot. Yes. Now, uh, we also have, Jeff, uh, hamburger patties available at all the stores. We make our own patties, you know, whether it be the steak, the half and half, or the chuck. So we do have our patties available all weekend. Good, good. Okay. And uh, we're going to give you some cooking tips on burgers in a little bit. So uh, keep that in mind with that great sale. Yes. And uh, now at our store, uh, Roger, my dear friend Roger, uh, he says I never have enough work. <laughs> uh, so uh, he wants me to promote, and I will promote because it's an excellent product, our own chicken salad. Uh, which yes, I Roger. Uh, thank you, uh, Roger Lapier, for sending yes. over a nice, uh, nice little display. Roger Bouchard loved those uh, chicken salad sandwiches that came last week, and he said it was delightful. Oh, very good, yeah. very good. And uh, we make our own, and we uh, uh, come in and try it because we're giving samples, free samples. Nice. So come in for that, uh, but also come in. Uh, we have beef stir fry. Five ninety nine a pound. Mm. Perfect for grilling, perfect for uh, uh, pan frying, perfect for the oven, perfect for the crock pot. If you don't want to get your kitchen hot, that's the way to go. And if you're hungry for a good deli sandwich, Purdue carving turkey breast six ninety nine a pound. You can't beat it. Pauline imported ham, lean, lean, lean. Four ninety nine a pound. You cannot beat it. And you want to give your sandwich a little kick, mm. a little kick, and make it hot. Pepper Jack cheese, four ninety nine a pound. Folks, you can't beat it. You cannot beat it. And one uh, one last thing from our dear friends at Boston Salads, Country Coleslaw. This coleslaw is unique because it's also made. One of the ingredients is cucumbers. Outstanding! It is a, you get it nice and chilled and crisp. Ah, with your sides, your chicken, your beef, your patties, and you finish it off with ice cream. What a nice summer day that is! Woo! Just in time too for this great holiday. Yes, a weekend. I did state that I didn't do any cooking uh, over, over this event, but I lied on. Uh, I did do some cooking on Saturday. Okay. Um, I found I I I went out and I bought onions. I didn't know Dino had gone out and bought onions. I had onions coming out the wazoo. I don't know what a wazoo is, but the onions were coming out of it. Uh, so I, uh, I I caramelized four pounds of onions on oh, Saturday. Nice. There were so many left because I don't eat onions. Okay. But uh, there's no, none left today for you. Yeah, none, Had there left. been any leftovers, you would have brought, brought them in. But it, it leads me to something that I don't know if you deal with as a chef. You can make the product. But you can't tell them how to eat it. Meaning, I thought I had these four pounds. Of, well, of course, four pounds in the pan when you start is a lot different than when you finish. Correct. Two hours on a low simmer. These okay. things were so dark and caramelized, the balsamic on the last five minutes. Beautiful job on these onions. And my thought was, you know, as we make pork chops, you get onions to put on. You make a steak, you get onions to put on. You, make, you get a 
but darn it all, if they didn't just eat it like it was ice cream out of a bowl. Sure. And they sure. were all gone. Yes. Never got to use them on any meat products. Wow. They just ate it like it was soup exactly. or ice cream. Exactly. Um, sorry about that leftovers. I'm working on it for you. Oh, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. worry. I'm down. I've lost more, more weight. <laughs> oh, right. uh, we're going to get to our uh, recipes. It's a good time for you to get your pen and paper. Handy, yes. Uh, to take some notes, and uh, we are uh, we are advancing to the point where you will be able to listen uh, to uh, this in uh, prior programs online uh, to help you through the recipes as well. That is uh, coming very quick. Uh, we're solid, we're solid on our end. It's a matter of linking up. You'll be able to uh, eventually link up to littlegeneral.com to see those, and uh, we'll keep you abreast on that uh, link postage on the little general website um, but that is uh, coming quickly but meanwhile get your pen and paper out you may want it to make some of these items for your independence day celebrations and we'll be right back with all of that and more Great. Recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley, 2-in-1 Socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road, Gray Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grabbing gold meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day, or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com, your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Tears on Saturday, as you can imagine, Gary, uh, uh, peeling out and cutting four pounds of onions. That'll Ye do it to you. Yes, but I got to tell you, that song is such a wonderful song. I want to take that out as a single. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice little Oh, tune. it is. I, I love that. And uh, But, you know, cutting onions, uh, once you get used to it, you really don't cry. I, I made the mistake, the amateur mistake. Well, first of all, I didn't cut myself. 
Well, good. Congratulations. Go. I actually cheated. Uh -oh. I had so many onions to slice. Yeah. I used <laughs> I used the meat slicer. Oh, okay. <laughs> the mandolin? Yeah. The no, no, the electric one. Oh, okay. I told you I was lazy. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I, used to, I, have another, I have a meat slicer at home. Yes. So when Hummel Brothers sends me that log of, uh, of uh, um, liverwurst. And I, that is coming soon, Jeff. <laughs> I, just, I, I shave it as I go. Yeah. Um, and I used it for the onions. So gotcha. uh, I cheated a little bit. Uh, well, that's okay. But I made the mistake of when you get that little tear and my brain not thinking wiped it with my hand oh. which just made it so much, much worse. worse yeah really that's did. that's that's like uh, being too hot yeah a matter of fact <laughs> it is hot out there yeah it is <laughs> it's so hot that uh there's hot water coming out both taps in the bathroom oh that's hot that's hot <laughs> that's hot all right folks it's time for a zucchini uh, skillet zucchini italiano, and it's an it's an interesting recipe. I was looking for something to do with zucchini a few years ago. Yes, one of our it, listeners gave. And it I, I've actually seen pictures on this uh, this dish. It looks absolutely wonderful. Uh, he's made it several times, and I've never tried it I'm, several I'm, times. <laughs> I'm gonna well, I'm, I'm gonna be making it because it was already requested by the fam. That's what yes. made me pull out the recipe, and I wanted to share it with uh, the listeners. And I'm gonna double the batch. To make sure, because Jr. wants to try it, Roger will. I think Roger's had it. He enjoyed okay. it. Uh, he, matter of fact, I think Roger must have ate the batch I brought in for you. Oh, uh, oh I see uh, that. That, 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 that scoundrel. We'll, we'll <laughs> uh, but this is from one of my favorite cookbooks. I have a preference for my local cookbooks, and uh, this is uh, a book by the uh, Secret Ingredient. Now, I'm going to give our yes. longtime listeners a flashback because yes. I actually found. The Secret Ingredient Radio Program is on the air. Pat Schwegler is ready to talk to you about a potpourri of topics. There's a pinch of humor, a dash of helpful hints, interesting and tasty recipes, always entertaining conversation when Pat Schwegler takes to the airwaves. Time now to check into today's edition of The Secret Ingredient. Wow. And, and Pat Schwagler was one of the funnest people to work with. Oh, here. sweet lady. Sweet, sweet lady. Uh, she still is uh, still is kicking, by the way. We're not speaking of her in past tense. She's, right. She's still with us on this earth. And um, it, was, uh, it was so thrilling to find that old intro as a historian. But that cookbook was put together by her and some of the listeners. And, uh, and in that cookbook, I was looking for a zucchini recipe. And I'll be giving it to you when Gary returns the book. <laughs> well, you know, I'm actually looking for a date when this was published. Um, I would ballpark, um, probably right around the turn of the millennium, I would ballpark. Oh, oh. 2004. 2004, okay. Not Look too at far that. Off wow, that. that is... And, and nicely printed book. Yes, beautiful that. book. Um, luckily, uh, I do have uh, some of these. I have a Holy Family cookbook. I have a Sacred Heart, I think, cookbook. Um, but, hey, if you're cleaning out your stuff and getting rid of it and you have some old cookbooks that are tied to the community, uh, there's a host here who would love to have his hands on There them. you go. Uh, but this one here uh, is one of the longer ingredients that we're going to give, so we'll make sure you can write these down. Um, now, it says here uh, one and a half pounds of zucchini sliced a quarter inch thick. Okay. I, uh, I've made it that way, but just to bring a little color and pizzazz to it, I like to go half and half on that. 
I have to go. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go up to two pounds on it. I'll do a pound of zucchini sliced a quarter inch thick and a pound of yellow summer squash sliced a quarter inch thick. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, it gives a, a, a nice color, brilliant color presentation. That yellow really pops out amongst the other ingredients. And um, many have said they, they actually like the, the, the mix of the two. Okay. Um, I do kind of prefer the thicker round. Okay. You get a nice slice with a lot of middle. Okay. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll mix it up half and half, or you can just go all zucchini. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, uh, you, and you could go all summer. Uh, oh, some, yeah, yellow summer squash. Yes. But uh, to me, it's that beautiful color presentation of half and half that, nice. that draws people to the pan. Right. Uh, one small onion diced. Two cloves of garlic minced. I do double the garlic. Okay. I do. Well, it depends on the size of your cloves, I suppose. Okay. Um, I tend to be a little smaller. I'll do, I'll do four cloves of garlic. Uh, two tablespoons of, uh, of, of a butter product. Uh, Oleos. Okay. They, they, they use that term, but that can pretty well mean any right. type of butter product there. Uh, two, two, one pound cans of tomatoes chopped. Do not drain them. Uh, is that a stewed tomato? Uh, it could be diced uh, tomatoes, no stewed tomatoes. Okay. Uh, you get them in the cans, uh, right. typically. Right. If you want to put a little zest, or not maybe a zest, but a little zing into it, you can get one of those two cans. I wouldn't do both. I've tried it both ways uh, with, uh, the, with the hots in it. Oh, yes. Okay, correct. If you, okay. you know, I know Roger likes a little spice in there. Sure. Um, but I wouldn't do two cans with it. It's likely to be too hot. Okay. But if you want to put a little zip into it, you can get very nice diced tomatoes, but again, don't drain them. You need that fluid. Yes. Uh, one can of mushrooms. Do drain the mushrooms. mushrooms. Okay. One tablespoon of oregano. Okay. A quarter teaspoon of basil, and when I say a quarter teaspoon, I mean a quarter teaspoon basil. of basil. Basil is very good, very tasty, but strong. But strong. Yes. Uh, and it's a lot of it's a little more work on this recipe, so don't ruin it by overdoing your basil. Exactly. Uh, salt and pepper to taste. Um, I typically on this dish, I think I use the pink Himalayan. Oh, nice. Salt in it uh, with you know typical brown black pepper. Uh, in one can, one pound, uh, depending on the size of your can, of green beans. Nice. Drained. Okay. So there is your ingredient list. Now, it's super easy to make. It's the prep time of uh, min dicing the onion, mincing the garlic cloves, slicing your zucchini. That'll tie up a little bit of kitchen time, but not too bad. Saute. Now, here's your cooking prep. It's about... Uh, roughly uh, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on, okay. on how you're, you're, you're rolling on it. Uh, saute your zucchini, if you're going to mix and match. That's your zucchini and yellow summer squash. Your onion and your garlic in that butter until it has a nice tender crisp to it. At that point, which you're probably uh, uh, talking yeah, it's probably about 15 minutes okay. uh, on that process. Now you're going to add in those uh, two one-pound cans of tomatoes. Uh, again, uh, not drained. Put all that juice right in the pan. Uh, put in your tomatoes, your mushrooms, your green beans, um, your spices. Of course, we're talking about the tablespoon of oregano, quarter teaspoon of basil, salt, pepper. Uh, and uh, mix it up in that skillet. Bring it back to a boil. 
then reduce that heat to medium, medium low, and let simmer for 25, 30 minutes. I prefer the medium low over the medium. I'll take a few extra minutes uh, okay. of simmering sure. rather than risking a burn. Okay. Uh, at, as, it, as the fluid goes down, of course, you may jostle it around, mix in those flavorings, and avoid the bottom because there's a lot of weight in this pan. Avoid yes. that bottom from burning. Right. So uh, overturning it is a good idea. Then, it, then I, uh, I'll head to perhaps a dollar store, pick up one of them big foil pans that okay. are disposable. Yes. Okay. Uh, in a little tip, uh, get yourself a dollar uh, a spoon so you don't lose your good spoon when you bring it to a family function. Okay. It's happened to me. <laughs> uh, at least that's way you can get rid of it. And uh, bring that to a family get-together or, yeah. or a gathering of friends, any potluck dinner. It'll be a unique presentation on the table. And I can tell you I've done it uh, four times at a function. It's the empty pan left on the table. Very good. And uh, also, uh, Dina's uh, workplace, they had a, a, a gathering and uh, they requested that I make that dish there you go. for their there. function. Now, let me ask you this. It sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah, wait I, to try it. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> Do you put any cheese on it? No. I don't put any cheese into that process. However, um, I've seen folks who do uh, partake in it put some grated Parmesan okay. over it. Yes. Uh, but when I did it the first time, I felt bad because there are people who have cheese allergies. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And uh, I didn't consider them. Okay. And they uh, they had to opt out of the dish due to that. So because of the folks who might have a cheese allergy or a dairy allergy, okay. Okay. Um, I, I do put the grated on the side. On the side, okay. And let people put it on if they choose. I don't think it's important for the cooking process to have it in. Okay. But I don't want to leave folks out. Right. Uh, as uh, some do have cheese allergies. Luckily, I'm not one of them because I don't think I eat anything without cheese <laughs> in my world. Uh, but that's the skillet zucchini italiano. Uh, it's a beautiful presentation dish. And uh, from what I understand, quite delish. Well, I, I, you know, I've seen the pictures and it looks absolutely wonderful. Well, wait till you get to actually uh, try, it. try it. That you, would be you're great. You're going to love it. Um, right, it's time we're going to uh, swing into our uh, fruit topic. It's something we've been doing uh, quite a bit, as it is the uh, fruit season. Yes. They're in full swing. And uh, we found another unique one. And this should uh, please uh, coffee uh, fans. There are, I know people love the flavoring of coffee. Yes. And uh, it's a big thing now. Uh, you see it in ice cream, talking about ice cream, uh, and uh, in other dishes as well. This is called mocha pears. That sounds wonderful. The forgotten fruit. Uh, last time I think we mentioned pears is I uh, do utilize, uh, and the thing I like about pears is it often comes in actual juice. Correct. Not syrup. Correct. Uh, and uh, to me, that was one of the magic fruits that goes on my Buddha ball ham. Oh, and, the, and I saw this ham. I saw, again, a picture of this ham. Haven't tried it. I've seen pictures. <laughs> this ham, you could not see the ham because it was covered completely, completely with fruit. Oh, it was beautiful. Beautiful. And not beautiful. only beautiful, but you know the Buddha ball hams are quite large, so hunks yes. end up in the freezer. Yes. Uh, two months later, I took a hunk out of that freezer. I defrosted it, and I prepped it, and I ate it, and I could still taste the fruit, the fruit in the ham. Wow. Uh, and uh, pears is, to me, one of the secrets yes. uh, to that mix. I like pears. Uh, what you're going to need here is it serves six. It's 10 minutes of prep, 15 minutes to 
to cook. However, there is a chilling process that will take a couple of hours. Okay. So it's something that if you're going to be doing your cook-on, you want to use, utilize it for a dessert for a particular meal. You're going to want to do it in advance of the meal so it can chill properly in the fridge. What you're going to need is two 16-ounce cans or one 29-ounce can of pears that are halves in, in, uh, in, the, in the fluid. Uh, in this situation, the recipe does call for the syrup uh, as opposed to the natural juice. Two teaspoons of instant coffee crystals. Really? Yes. Okay. Not one, but two. Um, but keep in mind, uh, if you have caffeine issues, whether you're using a decaf or a caffeinated coffee crystal, uh, one teaspoon of vanilla, uh, three-fourth cup of vanilla yogurt. Nice. It's our second fruit recipe to have yogurt. Um, now, you can also, if you're a chocolate fan, are you a chocolate fan? Yes, yeah. You can uh, get some of those miniature semi-sweet chocolate pieces. Oh, nice. Uh, wouldn't hurt. So that's the grocery list of what you'll need for this issue, uh, for this uh, recipe, excuse me. Issues or talk shows, recipes of this show. <laughs> uh, it's a three-step process, so it's not a complicated one. Drain the pears, but reserve your syrup. Place the pears in a bowl and set them aside. Take your saucepan. Combine the reserved pear syrup and coffee crystals. Bring those two items to a boil. Reduce your heat and simmer uncovered for about 15 minutes or until it thickens up slightly. That's the difference between the syrup and the juice. And uh, then uh, and it's reduced to about a half a cup at that point in time. Stir in the vanilla. Again, that is a one teaspoon of vanilla. And pour that mixture, that syrup coffee mixture, over the pears. Cover them. Refrigerate them for up to four hours. But do turn the pears during that process. Um, once or twice, depending on, I think, the thickness Yes. Of how big your pear slices are. Uh, but once that is cooled and chilled, again, turning during that process, uh, all you got to do left is a simple process of serve it. Uh, you're going to use a slotted spoon to allow the, the drippings to drop out. Place two pear halves into uh, the dessert dish. Top it with some uh, reduced syrup you'll have left over. Drop two tablespoons of that vanilla yogurt over it. And then if you are using, maybe you're shaving some chocolate curls or you're going to use semi-sweet chocolate pieces, drop them on top of that yogurt. And voila, lo and behold, delicious mocha pears for the coffee and fruit lovers. Outstanding. Mm. That sounds so so, so good. Well, if I make it, I'll bring you some leftovers. Oh, would, would you? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's nice Absolutely. Of you. Always ready to help. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, this is your recipe for a good day, Chef Gary McLaughlin. Again, if you're looking to uh, meet him, as uh, Louise did, or uh, talk to him about a, a food uh, issue, you can catch him at the Cumberland Hill Road location. But there are several locations for your shopping yes. pleasure, and they are uh, proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day. 
recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Oh, a good burger is just something to be had. You know, that was yes. the surprise when I went to California a few years ago. Okay. Of how many independent uh, standalone burger, uh, well, we call them burger joints around here, but burger store or restaurants there are throughout California. I can honestly say in the Valley, there was more burger joints than uh, Tex-Mex places, uh, for wow. instance. Um, and some amazing variations of burgers. Uh, from uh, In California, it's not as much Mexicans as you think. It's a lot of South Americans. Oh, okay. And uh, they brought their flair into okay. the American burger. And uh, they are everywhere in California. Wow. So, uh, and I love a good burger. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about. It's 4th of July. What's more American than a burger on the grill. That is correct. And you do have uh, burger patties on sale. Well, we have them available every store the whole weekend. You can get steak burgers. You can get half and half burgers. You can get chuck burgers. So we have them. We're going to have them all weekend. We're going to have them Monday the 5th. We're going to have them every day. So here are some burger tips for your 4th of July grilling needs. And, of course, Hamburg always available at Little General. If you want to buy a one-pound uh, package of Hamburg, they can sell that to you as yes, well. Yes, correct. Uh, the typical uh, burger, you're looking for a quarter-pound burger. Just take a pound and put it into four equal portions, and you got quarter-pound burgers. Um, as far as the mix and match, uh, as far as uh, most burgers, and, uh, Gary, I don't know if you agree, 80% lean ground beef is as lean as you want to go for a burger. Uh, yes, I wouldn't go. Yes. You would agree with that. Uh, use clean hands. Don't play with the meat. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Um, kneading the meat. Now, this is if you're making your burger patties. Kneading the meat too much, from what I read, Gary, will uh, make it a, uh, a chewy texture too much. Correct. You, when you make your patty, you just want to make a, 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 a tight foam patty to the shape. But don't overwork it. Don't overcompress don't, it. Exactly. Don't overwork it. Don't overcompress it. Uh, form the patties just a little larger than the buns you're going to use. Correct. There'll be some shrinkage. Exactly. And uh, when the shrinkage occurs, it'll fit the bun very uh, well. Um, literally, 
uh, season the meat on both sides before it hits the pan or grill. Uh, dusting them with uh, salt and fresh cracked pepper is a good way to go. Exactly. Uh, but you want to do that again before. You can cook a, a burger uh, uh, naked, but never cook naked a burger, so right. to speak. Uh, <laughs> meaning you don't have to salt and pepper, but if you do, do it on both sides prior. Uh, don't do one side, put it in, and then the other. Right. Uh, just hit them both at the same, same time. time. Exactly. The question is, Chef Gary, yes. the question is to press or not to press the patties on the cooking surface, whether it's a, uh, a grill, whether it's a frying pan, to press or not to press. Now, I've seen the cooks in some of the fast food joints pressing the heck out of those right. Uh, burgers. That's how they get it so, so flat and tiny, I guess. Right. But to press or not press the burger is the question. For me, and my answer is, do not press. And the reason being, the more you press it and push it down, you're letting the juices of that burger out. And that's where you want to keep. You want to keep those flavors inside. You know, uh, over the years, we've talked about resting your meat after it comes out of the oven and so forth. Sure. Well, this is a, basically the same process. If you're cooking your hamburger and then you flip it over, no pressing, you're leaving those juices inside. If you press it, you're pushing that liquid out. And if you're pushing it out, you're not saving it. It's going to be reduced or cooked off. So you don't have any juices to go back in. And if you're uh, cooking on a grill, you're going to burn the hair off your hands when you press that grease out. That's right. As well. Um, when you're resting your meat, are you putting uh, the old tab of butter because it's a beef product on the burger patty? Uh, on the patty, I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. No. But if you want to put a little butter on your bun, <laughs> well, okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Uh, another uh, fashion we'll talk about for a minute or two is, uh, I guess, the uh, the newer fad of burgers is to actually stuff the burger. Yes. And, um, of course, cheese on top of a burger is good, but in the middle of the burger, well, that's just uh, something else entirely. Um, so if you're mixing your own burger, you know, keep in mind, if you, you can, we talked about over kneading the meat in the bowl, but there may be some mixing needed. I use a, I just use a steakhouse hamburg seasoning. Okay. Um, which is probably a very generic thing for a burger. Um, but some people like to put the onions, maybe some Worcestershire sauce, uh, mustard, parsley, all into the burger mix. Right. So you will do some mixing in the bowl. Right. But it, it don't over mix. But uh, let's talk about the theory of stuffing a burger. Uh, I, so I, I, from what I've read on the process, you're gonna, if you're making your own burger patties, uh, you're going to make two, two thinner patties and then place them together. So you're going to take a exactly. thinner patty. Exactly. About exactly. half the thickness of what you might do. Correct. You're going to put, let's say, your cheese in the middle, but your cheese is going to be smaller than your patty that you make. At that point, you're going to put the other patty, well, for me, I, I'll put the other patty on top, and then I'll pinch all the way around to lock it in. And then I'll do the regular cooking process. I've told a lot of people that Gary pinches. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know how hot it is, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I know how hot it is. It is so hot out there, the cows are at Wright's Farmer giving evaporated milk. Ah. That's how hot it is. 
It's hot out there. Um, but the, and at this point, uh, uh, when you're stuffing the burger, we talked about cheeses. But uh, I guess you would uh, you could dice up some onions, some peppers, mushrooms, uh, bacon, little bits of bacon in the middle of that yes. burger. This but way you here, want that bacon cooked. Yeah, you're going to cook yeah. the bacon first. Uh, yes. Yeah, good point. Um, and uh, the beauty of stuffing the burger especially with items like bacon or tomato, yeah. whatever it is you're going to use, is you don't take the bite and pull off that topping. Right. You take the bite and you get what's in your bite. The rest is left for the next bite. Exactly. But also, when you mix, if you overmix and you put too much stuff in, now you're making it more like a meatloaf. So less is more. Less is more. On this stuffed burger patty. Correct. And, you know, a meatloaf is fine, but meatloaf has its own place in the cooking world. And if you're going through all this trouble, for Pete's sake, take a few extra minutes, two or three minutes, grill those buns, baby. Oh, yes. Grill no, those buns. Nothing like a nice toasted bun. Don't do all that work on the Cadillac of the burger and shortchange that bun. That's It's right. a game changer. Exactly. That goes for your hot dog rolls, now, too. Now, just think, just think, Jeff. I'm hungry now. A toasted <laughs> bun, one side butter. One side mayonnaise. There you go. Lettuce, tomato, a nice slice of native tomato with the stuffed burger. Oh, my, oh, my. But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Jeff, I eat my burgers on an English muffin. You mentioned that. I've yet to yes. try it. Oh, it's outstanding. I'll have to do that. Yeah, I've been using garlic toast. Oh, nice. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, um, you know those thick, yes. thick garlic. I've, I use those, toast the oven a few yes. minutes. Now, if you uh, if you make the burger the size of the patty melt of the bread, you could almost have a patty melt sure. with the grilled onions mm, yes. and the cheese. Oh, oh my Oh, my. <laughs> now we're talking some good food. My yes. stomach is growling uh, right now. And, uh, boy, it sure is hot, but it's a good how, time. How hot is it, Jeff? It, it's so hot, Gary. I saw the birds using potholders to pull the worms out of the ground. Oh, that's, oh. That's hot. <laughs> now, Chef Gary, uh, we're going to talk to some chicken here in uh, just a moment. But uh, keep in mind, the burger patties are on sale for your 4th yes. of July needs. But so is this terrific chicken sale. Yes. Uh, so go over to that chicken sale price and uh, tell us what you have in mind for use. Is 89 cents a pound, folks. You can get drumsticks. You can get legs, which is a leg and thigh together. Or you can get, get thighs. So you can mix and match for 89 cents a pound. Excellent for grilling, uh, but the recipe I'm going to the quick recipe I'm going to give you is for the crock pot, okay? But remember, folks, eighty nine cents a pound. You can mix and match regular drumsticks, regular thighs, or the whole piece, the whole legging thigh together. The recipe I have for you, folks, real easy, real simple. You're going to take approximately three pounds of potatoes. Cut them up and dice them into like a potato salad size. Okay? Throw that in the bottom of your crock pot. You're going to do one diced onion, same way. Three or four carrots. And two or three stalks of celery. And you want to cut the celery and the carrots into thick pieces. Half inch pieces would be fine. Okay? You're going to put that in the bottom of your crock pot. And you're going to pour in one can of cream of celery soup. 
At that point, give it a little salt and a little pepper, mix it, and just let it sit there. At that point, you're going to take your choices of meat, whether it be the drumsticks or the thighs. For me, I love thighs. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be all thighs on the bottom. And usually a crock pot, you probably can fit six to seven, depending on your size of the crock pot and the... And the size of the thigh. Exactly. But six or seven would be great. Once that's in, again, a little salt and a little pepper. And then you're going to add one can of chicken broth. Put that in. After that's done, you're going to add one can of cream of chicken soup. Cream of chicken soup. Going to pour that in and then top it off with paprika. You're going to put it on low, excuse me, uh, yes, on low for approximately seven to eight hours and just let it cook in the crock pot. At that point, when it's done, it's going to be a stew effect and it's going to, the chicken's going to come right off the bone. Nice. Outstanding, simple, easy, and direct. That sounds good and, yes. uh, and a nice way to do because it uh, it'll keep the heat out of the kitchen because it's hot Correct. out. Correct. Correct. Well, how hot is it? It's Jeff? so hot the chickens are laying hard-boiled eggs. Oh. That's how hot it is. <laughs> that's hot. That's, that's hot. hot. Um, what do you call that recipe? What are we going to call that? Uh, we're going to call that uh, chicken in a can. Chicken in a can. I love it. <laughs> of course, the can being the crock pot. It's very cute. Go. Very cute. Uh, an easy clean up, too. That's another oh, nice thing about uh, pot perfect. Cooking. Exactly. At least it looks easy when Dina does it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, she's uh, she's out of work now yes. on Wednesdays. Uh, Chef Gary, it's time for his uh, Did You Know Facts. Yes. And uh, keep in mind, that's tied to this $5 Little General gift card we have right here in the studio, which is available for you to win right now. Call 769-0600, 769-0600. And if you've never tried it, it's a simple game. Call the phone, stay on the line. Gary's going to give some Did You Know Facts, and then he's going to ask you a question right away of something he just talked about. Exactly. You're talking about the retention of a fish here. About two. <laughs> <laughs> minutes of time to retain a fact that he's going to talk about. And uh, we'll mail this $5 Little General gift card right off to you, 769-0600. We do have people in the building ready to answer your phone call and put you into the studio. So now is the time to get on the line. Chef yes. Gary, what or oh, what or oh, what is your subject matter of the day? Jeff. Yes, sir. I am going to talk about, did you know, Jeff, some interesting facts about July 4th. I don't know how you come up with this. Week after <laughs> week, you stunned me. Yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, get on the line, answer a question about these Independence Day facts, and you win yourself a $5 Little General gift card, and you can use that. My goodness, how about this? For five pounds of mix-and-match chicken for your grilling needs this weekend. That's right. How about them apples? You can use it also for maybe some pepper jack cheese. How about a pound of that wonderful lean imported ham you were talking about? All items, you can use this. $5 Little General gift card. Maybe you want some Ben & Jerry's. You can use it on that, too, at any location. So, Chef, what, what are you going to lay on this? Okay, Jeff, did you know that one of the greatest misconceptions of July 4th lies in the name and the date? It is widely believed that uh, America was declared their independence from Britain on July 4th, 1776. However, the actual vote took place two days before, and the declaration was actually published 
July 4th. Mm. Okay. Also, did you know that on that day, 150 million hot dogs will be consumed that day, wow. that weekend. That weekend, man, that's a lot of dogs. That's a lot of dogs. That's that's amazing. But throughout the whole uh, season, it's about seven billion for the whole season, and that's that's from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Seven billion. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, only two men signed the Declaration of Independence first. One was Charles Thompson, and the other was the infamous John Hancock. Oh, yes. That, yes. That's why his signature was so big. Yes. He didn't that, know he needed room for the others. Exactly. <laughs> and that was done on July 4th, 1776. The other 54 delegates were signed over the course of the month. Yeah. Okay. Well, it took time to travel back then. Oh, yes. Didn't have Amtrak. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no Ripta. Yes. Um uh, The average signing age of each person was 45 years old. Oh, wow. But two of the historians at the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence died within five hours of each other. Wow. And that was... <laughs> that was one Thomas, of them wasn't Adams, wasn't it? Well, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. John Adams, okay. yes. Thomas Jefferson was eighty-two. John Adams was ninety, and they both died on July fourth, eighteen twenty-six, the fiftieth anniversary, and it was five hours apart. Wow, there you so have it. So those are some of the facts. And uh, one of those questions right now, 7690600, and you can win this uh, $5 Little General gift card. Um, I, the phone rang. I thought that was for us, but it didn't Yeah, I thought, so, yes. Uh, it was good timing if you were, and we do have people ready to send you into the show. So we'll give you a, another uh, moment here to get on the phone if you want your chance to win this gift card, 7690600. Uh, right now, you can win a $5 World General gift card if you just answer a question on uh, one of those Facts of Independence yes. Day. Yes. And uh, you'll be uh, working and cooking all weekend? Oh, the whole weekend. My goodness. The whole weekend. Well, uh, It's going to be a busy, uh, the next few weeks are going to be very busy. Now we start covering vacations. Yeah. And, you know, just the extra hours there and the, the cooking. Amazing. Oh, we, ha we have a caller. Yep. And here they come, and we'll see if we have a winner. You got your ears on, Gary? I got my ears All on. All right, well, welcome to the show. You're on with Chef Gary. We hope you have the right answer. Me too. Okay, <laughs> are you ready for the question? Yes. Okay, I mentioned that uh, this season they will be eating a lot of hot dogs. Okay, on July 4th, how many hot dogs, will, the average, how many average hot dogs will they be eating for the fourth for the nation. 160 million. I'll take that. All right. Correct. And you are? Your first name? Chris. 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 Okay, right, Chris. Chris. Hold on the line. We're going to give you your information, and we're going to mail off that gift card to you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Right, you. Stay on the line. 
Gary, you got time for a last recipe? I got a, a, a one more recipe for everyone here. First of all, everyone, please enjoy the 4th and please be safe. Jeff, a recipe for a good day. A warm smile. A good laugh. And a great meal. And stay out of the kitchen because it can be really hot. <laughs> That's for sure, Gary. Yes. It's so hot out there. All you got to do is pull the potatoes out of the ground and put some salt, pepper, and butter on them. Ah. That's, how hot, <laughs> That's how hot it is. All right. Well, uh, Thank we'll you. talk to you next week. You got it. It's a date. <laughs>